Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Going to learn a lot today about the metaphysical world and something that I'm sure you're going to want to hear. And I found this place that is a metaphysical boutique like I've never on this planet never seen before because they embrace all types of spiritual groups, all different types of modalities. It's called Enlightened Balance. And it's located in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Kim Malone is the owner, and she's with us. Hey, Kim, how you doing? Good morning. I am happy to be here. Oh, good to have you back. And I truly mean that when I say that I've never never seen a, a store, a location, even individuals offering as much as what you offer. It is seriously mind-blowing when you go to your website at enlightenedbalance.com to see all the stuff you offer right from the gift shop. You have an amazing rock shop, artisan market, and just the, the metaphysical stuff that you offer for the mind, body, spirit, and soul is amazing. Did, did it all start that way, or did you start as just a, a small boutique with some crystals and then it kind of grew from there? <laughs> you know, it's funny. When I first started, I really... It was really important to me to not have anything in this in my store that I could not speak on as an expert. It's it's my biggest pet peeve with going to places. They sell a bunch of stuff. Nobody knows anything about the stuff they're selling. So when I first started, to be honest with you, I had much, much less than I do now. I kind of, it organically grew as my own gift grew, as my own knowledge grew. Um, and yes, so in the beginning, I had a couple of crystals. Now we probably have two to 300 varieties. In the beginning, I had a couple of artists. Now there's 80 artists. Um, before, we did a psychic fair every weekend. Now we have an entire team here seven days a week. So, yes, it's just kind of um, manifested with some uh, hard work and good intention, I guess. I have an idea of how that happened. It was your energy that is so good, and you put it out there, and it all gravitated to you. All these people, all these practitioners, your team, firmly believe that. Really do, Kim? I do. I do, too. Yeah. Can we go through some of the things you offer and yeah, maybe go a little deep into them? Because I, I have to also believe that a lot of people don't know what some of those things are. Sure. Absolutely. Cord cutting. Heard a lot about it. I've never done it. I know there's different ways to do it, but tell us more about that. Sure. So we offer cord cutting um, in a couple of different varieties based on what the client um, has a comfort level for. So we do a lot of our cord cutting as a lay-down session, um, kind of similar to Reiki in that you are fully dressed and you're laying down, but you're not like nude like a massage or anything of that nature. Um, The practitioners that do cord cutting in my store are also mediums. So um, they're well-versed in both the healing arts of energy and also are, you know, very divinely gifted. So often people will have reoccurring patterns they're trying to stop reoccurring decisions that they keep making, reoccurring choices and partners that they keep making. Um, sometimes it's even karmic past stuff that they're hearing from family lineage that, uh, you know, they perceive they're having bad luck or whatever it is. Um, so the practitioner kind of works with them on a more intense level, um, cutting the cords of things that don't serve you, quite frankly, whether that be emotional cords, um, physical energetic cords that you've you know, corded yourself to, it could be addictive things. It could be, like I said, just bad choice things that you keep doing and you can't change. Um, mm. So a group of my practitioners do it as a lay down session. Um, but I, for some clients, they just don't feel comfortable in that kind of a, a lay down thing. 
Um, so I also have practitioners that will do it seated, and they kind of do it in a different way, um, kind of more for the people that um, are into earth magic, I would say, but um, where there is a series of um, red cords and candles where they um, assign candles as different people or different um, attributes that you're trying to um, stop and um, do a kind of a candle burning situation to where to cut the cord so that there's actual a physical thing to look at as you're kind of cutting the cord. So it can be done in a couple of ways. Um, each of my practitioners, I kind of give them license to do, you know, give their gifts in the way that they, you know, give them. Um, so that's kind of what cord cutting is all about. But it, really the benefit of it is to kind of shift things and uh, change things in your life that aren't serving you. Interesting, because myself and many of us look at cord cutting as a a cut to relationships. We just want to, you know, sever that relationship. But you just brought up something, Kim, that it's also things that you're connected to, like well, maybe bad habits or things like that that you're trying to cut the cord to. I never realized that that's also part of it. Yeah, a lot of times people will find that, you know, they, again, this is kind of a terrible example, but you pick the same kind of woman, you pick the same kind of man, and you know better, and you end up in it, and it ends up the same as it did with the last partner, you know. Yep. And you know that you're drawn to a certain type, perhaps, or um, so a lot of times people are doing that, maybe not to a specific person, um, although we do get that too. People are divorced or whatever, and they kind of want to have a full emotional connection, disconnect, I should say, from the person. But a lot of times it is other things, you know. Um, we... We react in the same way when we're angry. We, you know, do this, we do that, and we, we know it's not healthy for us. We know it's a bad way of handling things, and we're trying to shift um, those things because ultimately, at least in my store, our goal is to kind of help people be the best version of themselves, whatever that is, whatever you're working on. Um, we try to have something to help people, you know, achieve those things. Interesting. I'm learning a lot already, Kim. Really am. Uh yeah. <laughs> You you go deep here. You you really know your stuff. Let's look into a channeling session. Now, I have an idea what that might be, but not 100% sure. So um, I know we talked about this a bit last week, but in my store, I have a section for everybody. I mean, I sell traditional Catholic rosaries that are from the diocese here. I have herbs for people doing earth magic here. So a lot of our clients um, might be um, traditionally religious, and they really don't know how they feel about a metaphysical approach to things. Um, so I have some practitioners that don't use any um, tool, if you will, in their sessions. They just channel the information. And, and oddly, for some clients, they have attached, you know, that a tarot deck, an oracle deck is, you know, something horrible um, in their traditional religion. And but they still are interested in what we do. So we have found that um, by having some offerings that kind of excluded any type of card, I mean, allowed people who are often uh, more traditionally religious to enjoy a session, session and not feel, I hate to say, guilty about enjoying it. But we... generally, the channelers are channeling. Um, most of my channelers are mediums, so they're connecting with you know people that have transitioned or angels, guides, that type of thing, ancestral stuff. But um, yeah, for, for some people, the cards are have a kind of a, a negative connection, I guess, from media. Who knows? But So when you're channeling, you're channeling 
those who have crossed over to the other side, whoever that may be. It could be a spirit that you're unaware of, maybe a relative that you might be unaware of, or maybe you might be, and you can get meetings or messages from those uh, those channeling sessions? Correct, correct. So, the, again, the, my people that channel in my store are all mediums, the ones that do. Yes, yeah, so exactly. So they might be in a trance-like state. They might just have their eyes open. They might have their eyes closed. But when they're con- attempting to connect with whatever they're connecting, whether that be a loved one, an angel, a, a, pet, a pet, you know, we do animal communication as well, um, it allows them to kind of make the connection in a way um, I guess for the client that, you know, is, is scared of the cards, I hate to say, there, there's not a reason for anybody to be scared, but a lot of times people just prefer the channeling. They, some people perceive the cards as being like a, a tool, you know, too much of a tool, you know, um, but hmm. spirit is really speaking through the practitioner regardless. But yeah, but that's what channeling is about. So when we talk about the cards, is that mm-hmm. a, a tarot card reading or an oracle card reading? Is that kind of the same thing? Well, a tarot deck is a traditional um, Rider Waite deck. If you took a tarot class anywhere in the world, it's taught off of the traditional Rider Waite deck. And then from there, a million artists, a million practitioners have made stylized versions. So in a tarot deck, there's always very specific cards. But what's interesting about a tarot deck is the image on the card really doesn't depict the meaning. You know, um, you have to know that, you know, three... uh, pentacles and this means this, you know, where in an oracle deck, um, a new person can pick up an oracle deck as long as they are um, connected to the artwork on the cards themselves um, and they can kind of answer their own questions. As an example, the love card will look like love. The chaos card will look like chaos. You know, I mean, the image on the card will very clearly depict the meaning of the card. So once you find artwork in a deck that resonates with you, you can then get a deck and say, oh, what's going on with me? What's going on with them? What's going, what was going on yesterday? What's going to go happen next week? And as long as you connect yourself with the deck, really spirit can work through anybody. It's just more of a skill of connecting yourself with the deck and finding decks that, you know, connect with you emotionally uh, where you're drawn to the imagery. But tarot, uh, which is actually tarot, but nobody actually says tarot, <laughs> Um, is, you know, I hear it both ways, and I never know. I never know which is the right way to say it. Yeah, well, it's like chakra too. It's really chakra, but if you say chakra, it sounds like you're correcting people, so you just kind of go along with the incorrect pronunciation. But um, you know what somebody said to me recently? I just I digress here, but they're like, "Oh, is that like Shaka Khan?" I'm like, "No, no, not the singer. It's chakra. <laughs> it's chakra." <laughs> uh, but that's how you learn. You know, we talk about yes. it. Um, yes, yes. Is now. Is the medium session similar to the channeling session? It is, but for some clients, again, they really like like the visual in, in opposition to the traditionally religious people who are scared of the cards. Um, a lot of people like the visual because they feel like um, they're kind of getting a, a, a not just the, the verbiage of what's going on, but a, a visual to go along with it. So t- sometimes when the mediums are connecting with somebody that's transitioned, if it gets into a kind of a more detailed answer sometimes they will draw some cards for clarification of things um but not generally speaking generally speaking the medium sessions are used without cards gotcha Um, white white magic instruction (laughs) (laughs) what is that well you know in this day and age i feel like 
again, I mean, not to keep uh, harping on, you know, all the things that have gone on in our world, but I feel like in the last five years, we've really went through a lot between, you know, COVID and politics and just financial collapses and all of these things that people, I feel like, have really looked inward into things that they can control for themselves because uh, so many things are out of control. Mm-hmm. And we have found that all kinds of intention work, kind of like when we were talking about the crystals, it's very, um, a lot of this is psychosomatic. You're putting your energy into something, and because you are putting your energy into something, you're getting the results that you want. But we have a full apothecary of uh, singular herbs, um, intention magic spells already put together, resins used for different types of things, smudges used for different types of things. Um, but a lot of people really enjoy the idea of gathering herbs, putting them together with the meanings of the herbs and, and, and manifesting different things they're working on. Again, um, for a lot of people, um, white magic, you know, can kind of walk the, the, the line between, you know, light and dark. And I do always hope that people are doing good positive work with anything that they're buying in my store. But we do respect all spiritual groups and there is a huge community of, you know, pagan, Wiccan, earth magic, native, shamanic people that use herbs in, in regular practice and, and what they do. So we try to have those things available. On your website, and by the way, we're talking with Kim, who is the owner of Enlightened Balance Chakra Spa. Enlightenedbalance.com is the website. Uh, didn't know you do this. Animal communication. Yes. So many people are either trying to take a naughty pet that is living and figure out what's going on in their head to kind of get them trained better or to quit misbehaving or whatever it may be. And other people are just terribly missing a pet that is transitioned. So in both cases, we do both types of animal communication sessions. Um, We can do them on a live pet or a transitioned pet. Again, something to be said for practitioner work, though, is that each practitioner, um, I think sometimes somebody thinks if a person is gifted, that means they do all of these things. And that's simply not the case. People are definitely honed into different divine connections that they were, you know, given. given, And so we have very specific people that are mediums. We have a specific person that is an animal communicator. So um, I just wanted to clarify, not all practitioners do all of the things. But, yeah, so on Saturdays we always have animal communication sessions, whether it be with living or, or transition pets. And with the animal communication, do you also do Reiki or chakra balancing on animals? We do. Um, we don't have a huge call for it, um, except for the people, the pets that we get to know well over time, you know, mm-hmm. that come in here kind of regularly. Uh, because even in the, on the floor, we allow pets in the store. It's totally fine. We, we feed the squirrels that come in our stores, too. Wow. Uh, but There it is. Um, you know, they're, they're just like everybody else, drawn <laughs> to the good energy. Yes, yes. And... Um, but yes, we can do animal, or we do Reiki on animals, and you'd be really surprised. Um, a lot of people will even, because we do certification classes here too for practitioners, but even a lot of people will get just their Reiki 1 certification, not with intention to go all the way through to be a Reiki master, but just to have the skill set. And it is very interesting at home, if you do Reiki on your pet, your pet will like literally lay flatter than you can think that their body would allow them to lay. Um, and they can feel the energy, and they're sometimes the very best judge because, you know, they're not understanding our words. So what we tell them, you know, is not part of the mix, um, and it's just strictly what they're feeling. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Learning a lot. had no idea. Uh, Got to <laughs> ask you, um, baby readings, spirit baby, 
What, what kind of reading is that? So that's a little tricky one. So often you have women who have not yet had a child trying to figure out when they finally do have a child, meaning they're not even pregnant at this point, what type of, um, the, the belief is that there are souls out there just waiting to be matched up with parents. So um, a spirit baby, baby reading is one of two things. Um, they are um, two. We're not open yet. I'm sorry. Um, they are meant, sorry, somebody just walked in my store and I was shooing them away. I apologize. Um, <laughs> no worries. They, you're, you're not officially open? Is that it right now? No, yeah, we're not even not open yet. for another hour. Ah. But um, I should have locked the door. But um, I apologize. But the spirit baby, so often people are trying to connect with energies of future children that they will have, but often, um, as sad as this is, often women in their prior, you know, when they were younger, either had miscarriages or um, abortions, and they're trying to kind of even up morally with that relationship and feeling bad about that and kind of healing from that type of trauma. Hmm. So I see clients... Um, getting that service in both of those situations, either trying to identify if and when they will have a child or trying to come to terms with some decision or something that has happened to them in the past regarding a child. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? That can be, that can be closure too at the same time. Correct. Yeah. A lot of healing. Uh, we got a question. We're going to take a very short break and come on back in just a moment. Enlightenedbalance.com is the website for the shop that's located in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Want to reach out to us? Got something to say? Instant feedback, Steve at gmail.com. Hang on. This is a car. No matter how much you kiss your lucky frog, wish on a star, do that thing you got to do to get it to start, your car will eventually break down. And those repairs could cost you thousands, but not if you have Car Shield like I do. CarShield is America's number one auto protection company. Their administrators have paid out over a billion dollars in claims and cover most vehicles from 5,000 to 150,000 miles. I trust CarShield administrators to pay your claims just like they paid mine. I know cars break down. I don't want to pay for expensive repairs. That's why I have CarShield. Let's keep it real. No one wants to get stuck with unexpected car repairs. Have you looked at how expensive those can be? From the stress of the breakdown, getting towed, and then you're hit with the bill? It's basically a nightmare scenario, and nobody wants that. With coverage through CarShield administrators, you'll receive 24-7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, rental reimbursement at no additional charge. Plus, with CarShield's nationwide coverage network, you can choose the mechanic or dealership of your choice no matter where you are. I've been a CarShield customer for close to seven years, had three vehicles covered, and they saved me close to $9,000. The best thing about CarShield is just about everyone can afford coverage with no long-term commitment. So there's no more excuses why you haven't picked up the phone and called. At the end of the day, when it comes to your car breaking down, Car Shield has got your back like nobody else I know. If you're driving without a warranty, you have to call Car Shield. Yeah, you do. I drive with Car Shield because they're the real deal. Do yourself a favor and give them a call today. Tell them I sent you. And remember, Car Shield cars go farther. Protect yourself now against expensive auto repair bills. Call CarShield for a free and instant protection plan quote. Once your car breaks down, it's too late. Call 800-908-6126. 800-908-6126. 800-908-6126. 
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And we are back. We're talking about all the great services that they have at the Enlightened Balance Chakra Spa in Crystal Lake, Illinois. So many different services. Kim is the owner. She's with us today. And we've got Brianna checking in from Bangor, Maine. And we were talking about cord cutting before and how you can sever relationships or challenges in your life. Just move past them. We're not talking about cutting cable your cable TV service, not that kind of cord cutting. Just want to make that clarification there. But Brianna says, thank you for today's talk. When cord cutting, is a cord physically cut during the session? So, yes. Um, when I was talking about, like, the candle method, even the lay-down method, they will assign candles to represent different um, people in the mix, whether we're talking about people or habits or things. Um, kind of as a placebo for each. And, yes, they tie a, a red string um, between the different items. And then um, by the end of the session, um, the candle is physically cut. Um, but to clarify, I'm curious if perhaps what her question is inferring is sometimes people want to cut a person, like you were talking earlier about a relationship. They want to be done with it. Mm-hmm. But they don't necessarily um, perhaps want to cut the person completely out of their life. They just want to cut perhaps the romantic connection or the negative dynamic or, or whatever. So the, the practitioner can tailor that. If you want um, the situation to still be in your life but just a different dynamic than how it is currently, you can cut cords for that. Sometimes people are scared that they're going to completely remove the person from their life, and I'm, I'm guessing maybe that that's what that gal is asking. Hmm. Um, but... In both situations, there is a physical cord that they use as a, you know, a stand-in for the, the severing of the, the, the split, but there is also scenarios where people want the connection to be cut, but not completely, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, so if you're, let's say you want to be done with somebody. Now, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they're going to be completely out of your life. You know, they may, you may get a text about something. Uh, okay, maybe it's a um, maybe it's a relationship. Maybe you had kids together, and you just don't want to deal with this person anymore. But you know, because of the the kid connection, that I, I guess those are cords right there that you're going to be connected to that person. But you don't want their energy. You don't want the emotion that's connected to it. If you cut that cord, and I'm talking like fully cut that cord, it doesn't mean that they're going to vaporize and go away. Correct, correct. And I think that's kind of a misnomer and people are always scared that, you know, they're not wanting, you know, the father of their children to disappear off the face of the earth. They just don't want to be hurt by the separation or the divorce. You know, they want to get Mm -hmm. through the healing process, but they don't necessarily want the person, you know. Gone. This yeah, isn't like correct, a like a it? like like a voodoo doll. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> like that. Exactly. It's not. And nor is it ever meant to like sure. hurt somebody or any of that. It's just more owning your own emotions, kind of taking control, honing back in your personal power. Really, is what we're talking about. And they wouldn't have any idea that you're doing it anyway. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But it is amazing the feedback. You know, people will be kind enough to come back and you know. Send us letters, stories, cards, call us, tell us, you know, email us, whatever, with the results of things and and things that they, you know, had been struggling with for long periods of time that finally they've been able to kind of 
you know, fix to the point that they're living a happier life themselves and are, are, are kind of working through the healing process. Uh, since it's, it's resonating and we got somebody that uh, Brianna reached out and I'm sure others are mm-hmm. thinking about it. What's the time frame? Everybody's different. Every situation is different in, in a cord cutting based on your experience or p- things that people have told you. Is there, is there somebody come back a week later and say, Oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Yeah, so um, the session itself generally lasts about an hour and 15 minutes approximately. Um, but, yeah, so sometimes people have really immediate results. I mean, I've had people that thought that during the session that they're like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that, and then the next day we'll come back and say, oh, my gosh, you're never going to believe this. This, this. this happened after I left, you know. Right. But sometimes it is a slower process. Sometimes you have to focus your own energy you know, if somebody, if, if we're talking about a relationship and you're completely immersed in it um, and you're seeing this person every day, I mean, that's going to take more work than a person that you just have to um, force yourself not to make contact with. You know what I'm saying? Those, those are two different situations. For but sure. generally people um, with any kind of energy healing, the day of a service, um, generally people are pretty emotional um, and can kind of feel almost uh, like they had a glass of wine or something of that nature. Mm. Um, but by the next day, you generally feel like a million bucks. Your body purges. Um, you purge those emotions. You purge a lot of times even physically. And uh, by the next day, generally, you really feel like you've had a new lease on life. Mm. I can tell you I had Reiki done a few weeks ago and a couple of days oh, after nice. it. What, like the clarity in a personal situation was amazing. I'm just like, whoa, it's clear. It's all coming clear. Um, and then I thought, yeah, maybe it's because I got more sleep, but I don't think it was at all. It, it was just a, a weird kind of clarity in dealing with something. But, you know, everybody's different what they get from a Reiki session. And, of course, you know, Absolutely. you know, peace and calmness. Um, that's why it's so fantastic. And that's why I'm happy that more and more people are are figuring it out that this energy thing is is truly real. So for you at the... At Enlightened Balance, virtual sessions are available for a lot of modalities, right? Correct, correct. I mean, ideally, I would love if we were doing this show out of Chicago because, you know, then people could have easy access to us. Um, But we have plenty of clients, actually, even here and in Europe, that have met us on trips, you know, when they they met us in the store and enjoyed the services so much that they'll keep up with us so they'll still continue to book or or clients who know of somebody that came to our store and we were recommended. Um, but, yeah, so some things we can do um, over the phone. Um, it's not, you know, my goal really isn't to be an 800 psychic line type of thing because sure. we strongly believe in the work that we do. Um, but, yes, we do do a fair amount of sessions over the phone. We can uh, do Skype. I mean, each practitioner kind of has a different type of um, phone, quite honestly, and how they can achieve that because yep. it's not like in our healing rooms that there's computers or something. Um, but, um, so yeah, we do some Skypes, we do some phone sessions, we do a lot of things like that. And that's as easy as calling the store. Um, the, the great thing I feel like about my store is we'll never go over on time. It is very clear the cost of things here and we've kept our prices for 10 years. We kind of deal more on volume than we do on continual, you know, price increases. Um, but it's not a situation where somebody's going to just be rambling on and on and on. And now you've been on the phone for three hours, sure. and you owe a ton of money or something like that. You know, you would just tell us up front how long of a session you're looking for. Um, we 
organize that and put you on the phone with a person who has the, the gift that is whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. Well, you guys are true professionals and it's been proven. You guys get it done. And, you know, to your point, don't want to be the, you know, 1-800-PSYCHIC thing. Um, Zoom, because of COVID, so well accepted now and people yeah. are more comfortable with it. So, and for that, you know, if there's anything, you know, we thank, we mm-hmm. thank COVID for that because uh, it's just, it's connected us and made it easier and energy doesn't know any time or space. So it can be done. Correct. And, and effectively. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah, so much uh, learned today, Kim. I really appreciate it. I want to tell everybody, enlightenedbalance.com is the website. Got any questions? I'm sure they can reach out to you. And, uh, you know, that, we haven't even gotten into the, the rock shop and all the other stuff you, you offer there. So I, I'd love to uh, talk about more next time we get together. Wonderful. I appreciate you so much. And hopefully in the weeks to come, we can have some um, live practitioners, um, you know, answering questions for live clients that you have, uh, callers uh, that call in, if you'd like. But I do look forward to everything that we're doing together, and I appreciate you so much. Oh, I appreciate you, too. And uh, it's all about good energy, and you definitely have it, Kim. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon, okay? Okay, take care. You, too. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo. I love that music connects to people all over the country. But unfortunately, so does something else. Childhood hunger. 15 million kids struggle with hunger right here in America. And yet, every year, billions of pounds of surplus food in the U.S. go to waste instead of going to the children in need. Feeding America is working to change this. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks rescues this surplus of food to help provide meals to families in virtually every community in the United States, including yours. But they just can't do this alone. Join me in the fight against hunger in America. For more information on what you can do to get involved, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.